This episode is sponsored by our friends at Fujifilm North America. Their X-Series digital cameras and lenses may just give you that creative edge you're looking for in your portraits and events. You'll find everything from 40 megapixel image quality to 40 frames per second bursts, plus unique in-camera film simulation modes and effortless usability. Click the link in the episode description to find the full range. There has never been a better time to invest in your passion, so make sure to click the link. Hey there, it's Nikki Klosser, and I want to let you know about an awesome free giveaway for people on our email list. If you haven't already, click the link in our podcast description or go to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up to get on the list. If you sign up, you'll get a free posing 101 PDF to jumpstart things. It's an epic PDF, so you'll definitely want to get this. Also, just by being in our email community, you'll get deals, sales, and information about any of our upcoming events and activities. So head over to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up and sign up today. You're listening to the Portrait System Podcast. It is a combination of just keeping at it and like word of mouth and Instagram. You gotta be where the kids are at. They're on Instagram. This is the Portrait System Podcast, a show that helps portrait photographers and people hoping to become one navigate the world of photography, business, money, and so much more. We totally keep it real. We share stories about the incredible ups and the very difficult downs when running a photography business. I'm your host, Nikki Klosser, and the point of this podcast is for you to learn actionable steps that you can take to grow your own business and also to feel inspired and empowered by the stories you hear. Today's guest is senior photographer Olivia Renee, and I got to pick her brain all about how she runs her business, how she prices for seniors, and how she does her senior rep program. Olivia does such beautiful senior work, and she's also a really, really beautiful boudoir photographer as well. And she has built herself just a really incredible career at such a young age. She shares with us what truly makes her business work as far as marketing and pricing and doing in-person sales, which she finds to be an absolute no-brainer when it comes to selling. I love some of the tips she gave during this interview, and I just have a feeling you are going to learn a lot from Olivia. Okay, please enjoy this episode with Olivia Renee. Hi, Olivia. How are you? Hi, Nikki. I'm good. I'm so excited to talk with you. Yes, this is fun. I know. Okay, so just to give a little bit of history of, of us. So we met in Seattle when you came up from Portland to do your photo shoot. That was like, what, four years ago, five years ago? I think it was, yeah, probably 2016 or 2015, something like that. Yeah, I think it was 2015. It's been five years. Wow, that's wild. And then we saw each other again at Portrait Masters Conference. Oh, yes. Yeah, and then, but I don't think we've seen each other since then, since Portrait Masters. Is that, is that the last time, last year? Well, I haven't seen anyone since. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> But you you saw people in between September and March, right? But yeah, that's true. Ugh, but yeah. you went and moved to Michigan. You're far away I from know. me now. It's true. Well, it's I mean it, it's cool because when I first met you, you were doing mostly seniors at the time. You had not really branched out of seniors at that time, right? Right. Yeah. 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 I kind of used my photo shoot with you to kind of feel out what portraits were like. And kind ah, of like, okay. it was like researchy a little bit. Like, huh, Yeah, I wonder what this is like. Maybe I'd like it. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know what? And that's not a bad idea for people to do. I kind of like that idea. Yeah, it worked out. See what the vibe is. Yeah, totally. And, and I feel like going through your own photo shoot, it gives you such a good, it's just, 
idea of what it feels like to be the client. So like when I went through a photo shoot, it really gave me some perspective on like client service and how the client might feel based on certain things that are said or done. And yeah, so I always think it's a good idea to go through your own photo shoot. Yeah, it definitely helped me kind of figure out what the differences were, kind of what things I needed to get in motion. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it was good. Sure. But okay, but let's give people your background. Because when I met you, like I said, you were full seniors. And I know you still do a lot of senior photography. And for those who are in other countries, this is not like elderly people. (laughs) This is high school seniors. This is (laughs) 17-year-olds. Yeah, exactly. They're typically around 17. And it's like a way to celebrate that they're going to be graduating from high school. So, And you started this at a very young age, right? Well, I think I took my first senior portraits when I was a junior in high school. So, Okay, so like 16 years old. (laughs) I definitely hadn't even done my own senior pictures. (laughs) Right. Oh, my gosh. So at that time, like, did you know you were going to start a business as a photographer or did you just, you were just doing it for fun? You know, because a lot of people don't really figure out their career when they're 16. I have always been super entrepreneurial, which I can kind of blame my mom for. She has like five businesses. Uh, So that was always in my mind. I don't think I'm super employable. So I definitely... (laughs) (laughs) Why aren't you employable? I'm very stubborn and I just like to be the boss. Yeah. So that was always... Like, even from, like, a super young age, I was, like, trying to come up with business ideas. I mean, my first job was I taught an arts and crafts camp at this, like, pretty ritzy athletic club in Portland because my mom didn't want to do it anymore because it wasn't worth it to her. And I was like, worth it to me. I'm 15. I'll do it. (laughs) So awesome. (laughs) Definitely always was a what am I going to do for myself kind of a girl. That's kind of cool. And again, like you said, your mom kind of put you in that direction just leading by example. I love that. Not a lot of people get that experience growing up. Yeah. I mean, growing up, my mom was a kindergarten teacher, but she also taught sewing, like, you know, sewing on a machine to kids and like summer camp style. And since then, I mean, she has like a seamstress business. She has a cookie business now. She is the neighborhood mask lady. Okay. If you need a mask, my mom has got you. (laughs) (laughs) Like she just has so many things going on. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. I think a lot of people are raised either either with not a whole lot of direction. Like like my husband was raised as more of, you know, in a kind of a blue-collar family where everyone just, it's just you just choose a trade. You know, like he's like, okay, I'll be an electrician. Like his dad does tool and die, which there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. My husband has an amazing business. But it never even occurred to him to, although he has an amazing business after I pressured him to start his own, <laughs> own business. Like <laughs> it never really occurred to him to do anything else. And same with me. Like, it was like, what career are you going to have? It wasn't, what business are you going to own? So I I just, I don't know. There's something really cool about that, about having an entrepreneurial parent. Yeah. I don't think I really ever, I'm trying to think about it, like really considered doing something that was like a standard 
job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, Everything so- I thought of was like <laughs> totally like I'm gonna be a fashion journalist. You know, like yeah, something. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's cool though. I love it. It like gets your mind open to just all the different possibilities. I really like that. Okay, so so you picked up a camera when you were 16, and then, like, what happened from there? Well, I was in theater in high school, so all of my friends were very, very willing to dress up and uh, right. perform yeah. in front of that camera. So that is definitely how I got all my reps in. I would just call up some friends, and we would go to the Goodwill, and come up with wild outfits and nice. put on our own little photo shoots. Okay, you said get your reps in. What, what do you mean by that? Oh, just like my practice. <laughs> okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Because I know you do like a, a senior rep sort of program, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. Okay, totally we'll get, we'll get into but... that later as we go through <laughs> okay. your story. Because a lot of people have questions about that, like how how to kind of get into the, the mind of a senior and how to really market well. And you clearly do a great job at that. But, okay, so you're 17, 16, 17-year-old self. You're just, like, having fun with your friends. You're doing shoots, just, like, fun outfits and that sort of thing. And are you charging people at this point, or is this still just for fun? Not for, like, my friends, but I definitely was charging people, like, $75 to take their senior pictures. Oh, yeah. As a 17-year-old, that would have been so great. I think I made, like, $4 oh, yeah. an hour my first job working at Baskin-Robbins scooping ice cream. It was a great deal when I was a teenager. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I would have... See, why didn't I learn all of this when I was younger? No, no, I shouldn't say that. I don't regret any of my experience. I should not say that. But okay, so at what point then did it become a proper business for you? Well, I think probably right after I graduated from high school is when, like the summer after I graduated from high school, before I went to college, I was definitely doing it to make money, like for sure. gotcha. Did you go to photography school? I did, which... Oh, you did? Okay. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Nikki, it was 2009, and Gossip Girl was on the air, and I thought I was real special because I got into the photo program at NYU Tisch, which only takes 35 people a year, and I hated it. So... Wow. That... <laughs> That was how I started. <laughs> okay. And so, oh my gosh. So you went through the whole application program, got accepted. Oh, they yeah. only accept 35 people and you didn't like it. Wow. Oh yeah. I lasted no time. <laughs> I was like, goodbye. What was it that you didn't like about it? Oh, it was, well, you're going to laugh at me. I didn't really like the photography program, but what I really didn't like was they would bring people in as like, you know, their success stories. And it would be like someone who got a grant to go shoot in a third world country or something. And I was like, that's not money. Right, right. (laughs) That's not money. Like, what? And then the way NYU is set up, you can't take business classes unless you are enrolled in the business school, like in a business major. And I don't like that either. And I was like, y'all are just going to take all my money, and I'm going to be broke forever, and you're never going to teach me how to pay this off. Right. (laughs) It's very expensive here. Yeah. Okay, so you had your wits about you then to even realize. I don't even know that I would have thought about it that way. Like, it just seems like, because how old are you now? 27, 28? 
29. 29. Okay, close. So, I mean, you have had sort of a your wits about you. That doesn't feel like the right term, but at a very young age, it seems like you really sort of understood how things worked. Like, you weren't going to go to school all this time and, and totally be in debt, but not learn, right. you know, some life skills of how to run a business. Yeah, yeah. I think at the time I was there, NYU Tisch was the most expensive school in the country. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, wait, I don't even like this. Like, I'm not having fun. And it doesn't really seem like I'm going to get anything out of it in the end. So yeah, why am I doing it? Right. And and I will say, I mean, I feel like, of course, there's something that everyone could get out of photography school. But a lot of the successful photographers that I know did not go to photography school. Like, Sue, Sue didn't even graduate high school. You know, she oh, yeah. is totally self-taught and educated and learned more from mentors and teachers in the, like, real, quote-unquote, real world as opposed to you know, going to a school for it. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, the people that I know that actually went through that whole program aren't even photographers anymore. So. Yeah, I have two friends who went through it, and that's the exact same thing, Olivia. They're not even photographers. Yeah, yet. they don't even do it anymore. Yeah, it just makes you wonder. What, I'm like, what happens in the school? In the school? Yeah, I was like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, so you quit NYU. And I then, did. And then what? And then I went to the Art Institute in Portland, which was kind of a how to get a degree without really trying kind of situation. Because <laughs> <laughs> I come from a family of educators, so not getting a degree was not really an option. Right, right. But I was definitely the kid who like did a bunch of independent studies and like changed things around right, to be like, right. can I take business law instead of typography? <laughs> like <laughs> that was me. So yeah. And then at that time, so so you're from Portland, so you went back to Portland. Yeah, did, I just went back. Yeah, okay. So did you have a business during that time? Yes. That was kind of like the main thing. I was like, well, if I go back, I can just work. So I did. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so then at that time, were you solely focused on the whole, you know, senior photography at that time? Or yep. did you try? Yeah, yep. yeah. Okay. I mean, I did like other things for like personal work, but mm-hmm. money-wise, definitely was in with the seniors. Yeah. And then, okay, so I know when you were actually a senior or as a junior, you weren't charging very much. But when you, you know, started back at the art school in Portland and all that, were you then charging kind of industry standard prices or are you someone who had to kind of work your way up to it? Well, it's interesting because when I think back on it, it was such a different landscape for photography pricing because like now you're, you would be like, oh, were you doing shoot and burn? Like that didn't exist when I started. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like we had Facebook, like there was no like other social media, like no one was really like, oh, I have to get my pictures digitally so I can post them. Like no one had mm-hmm. any use for them. So, I mean, I was definitely like researching what other people were charging, but the things that I was selling was like, you know, five by sevens. Okay. <laughs> it was okay. like, right. you know, it was like not. It wasn't really the same situation as it is now. So I did work my way up, but that was also like along with when the demand for those types of things started to go up. Right, right. Okay, that makes sense. All right, so take people through, 
how you kind of work as a as a senior photographer as far as you know, we get a lot of questions in our Sue Bright's education group about, you know, how do I market to seniors? What is a senior rep program? You know, how do you price seniors and that sort of things? So talk to me about marketing and your senior rep program, if those are two different types of marketing. So the senior rep program, I definitely didn't invent, but I also have always had a senior rep program. Mm-hmm. Like when I was graduating from high school and I was like, I'm gonna be a senior photographer. I was like, this is what you do. You get senior reps. And I made I signed my friends up as senior reps, my younger friends. Yeah. So basically what the concept of that is is they're called senior reps, but I sign them on to my team when they are juniors because of when we shoot senior pictures in the Pacific Northwest, which is like the summer before senior year. Mm-hmm. That's when it all goes down. So they're juniors, and their job is basically they get photo shoots before everybody else, and their job is to tell all of their friends about you and your business and get their friends to book a senior session with you. Okay. There are about 100,000 ways to do it, but right, right. that is the basic concept. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so then the questions that I have following, because I know people are going to be wondering, is so the juniors, this is at like the beginning of their junior year, because by the end of the junior year is when you want to start getting these people booked. Right. So right now, I just finished signing up all of my quote-unquote reps for 2022. Okay, gotcha. So they will graduate in 2022, and I just signed them up now. Okay, and we're recording this in December of 2020. So if you're listening to this later wondering, so in December of 2020, you are now like prepping your team for 2022. I am starting to work for the class of 2022. I'm always at least one year ahead and I never know what year it is. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So it's like you just finished, you know, how many shoots do you do per season? So I, my happy number is somewhere around 50 to 55 seniors. 50? Yeah, and it's super condensed. So that's between June and October. Wow. Okay, so between June and October, 50 shoots. Yeah. And then you you come down from that, and then you go right into marketing for the next And then you start right all over again. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, this is good because I think people sometimes wonder about that and what's the timeline and how to get things going. And and so so this is a good thing. And again, in the Pacific Northwest, it's, you know, shooting outside in the winter, it's not desirable. It's raining. It's cold. It's It's not great. Yeah. Yeah. It's not cute outside. No. And it also, so this comes up a lot with senior photographers, like when do you do it? When do you do it? It is so, so super regional. So you have to kind of figure out what the situation is with the high schools in your area. So in Portland, our schools let them put a yearbook photo, like their senior photo. They can submit it from an outside photographer Mm -hmm. and put that in the yearbook. And that is due by like Halloween or Thanksgiving. Right, right. So that is the number one driver of why it all has to get done, because that's their ultimate goal, is to get it in the yearbook. Okay, yes. So step number one for people, if you want to have a good senior business, is find out when these deadlines are for the schools. Yeah, you got to find out the deadlines. And some places, they, they don't do that. So like some places in the South, they don't let you put your own picture in the yearbook, so you can do it whenever you want. Right, right. And then it just becomes seasonal for like when it's 
obviously, if you're like in Arizona, you're not going to want to shoot in the summer because <laughs> it's like right, right. 150 degrees. But if you're in Portland, that's when everybody wants to be outside. Right, right. That's exactly how it was in Seattle. So, yeah, the schedule is definitely pretty regional, but you kind of have to take all those things into consideration. It definitely varies because, you know, like I said, that it it was the same in Seattle. And even though Michigan weather is similar, except just a lot colder, we have the seasons. Even the high schools around here, they are not allowed to just put whatever outdoor photo. It's very specific. Like it has to be a gray backdrop. Yeah. And they can only have, you know, head and shoulders. It has to be a very traditional position. But it still has to be submitted by some of the high schools are like December 1st, summer, November you know, it just depends. So again, just make sure wherever you're at, you check with those rules because that is going to make or break, you know. Yeah, you have to figure out what the situation is where you are or else mm -hmm. you're going to be totally thrown off. You can't just pick your own schedule. Yeah. Or you'll be marketing to the wrong class. (laughs) Like you'll be like trying to book seniors for senior photos when you should be trying to book juniors. Right. Yeah. So you got to figure out. So for these juniors that you now ha- you know are recruiting for 2022, what do they get for their shoots? Like what do they get for being a rep and what do you know you say they're working basically for you as they're they're like marketers basically for you. What do they get in return for marketing for you? And you know how does that all work? Okay, so over the years I have done it so many ways and the best way that I can, you know, recommend is to set it up in a way that's going to make you happy and a way that's going to make you feel like you're not taking on way too much. Mm-hmm. So basically with my team right now, it is starting to become less about overt marketing and more about their overall experience. Mm-hmm. So what they are getting to do, it's kind of like the ultimate senior pictures. So they get to do studio shoots, which I don't offer for my regular senior sessions. They get to do shoots from like right now all the way through when they graduate. So like a year and a half worth of shoots. Wow. They get to go to the beach to do a shoot. They get to go to the desert to do a shoot. You know, they get to go to the gorge. They get to go to do all the destination things that are also not available to my regular senior clients. So most of that stuff they're going to do before they even take their senior pictures. Mm-hmm. So I would totally be like, can I be on your team? I would have loved that <laughs> as a junior. Yeah, are those kidding? are the things that they're going to like post and be like, yeah, I went to the Cannon Beach and took this like awesome photo with Haystack Rock and I'm going to post it on Instagram. Like I don't have to force them to do that like they want to. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they get to do all of that stuff before their senior year and that's what they're posting and posting and posting and posting getting your name out there. And then by the time they get to their own senior session, they're like total pros in front of the camera. They feel super confident. They know what they want to wear. They know how they want to do their hair and makeup. Like they have figured it all out and kind of like done this little training. And now they're like totally ready to rock it. And so like I see it as like they're going to do all these shoots and they're going to post them. It's marketing. And they see it as like I'm going to do all these shoots and I'm going to build my confidence. And then by the time I get to my senior pictures, they're going to be the best. So yeah, yeah, you kind of have to make it work for you and for them. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's not like they're paying you for any of these shoots and you're not 
you know, really giving them anything other than the experience and the photos. It's not like you're paying them or... Right. They're just paying for their senior session. Okay. Okay. And they get the rest of it. Gotcha. So they pay for their senior session just like everybody else, but the rest of it they get... Okay. That totally makes sense. So, because I've heard of some programs where it's like, oh, if if these juniors, if you sign up 10 of your friends, you get like $50 per person towards your session. And Yeah. And they do, but they don't, you know? <laughs> if they want to sign up 10 of their friends, they would get $50 per friend, but they're not going to. So <laughs> you just kind of have to like balance it. Like, I, I mean, I tell them that. Right, they do right. get money when they refer their friends, but that's not like their goal. Right, They're kind right. of referring friends like peripherally and like not really knowing that they're doing it. Okay. So like you said, it's more overt. It's not just yeah. like in your face marketing. Yeah. They're not like on here like influencers use my code, swipe up. Right. Right. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. This is good. I like how that feels. Yeah. I do. Yeah. They're just a natural marketer for you because you're, you're just, yeah, like you said, they're having these experiences and doing these cool things, but you mentioned you don't do studio senior shoots for your, for other clients. Why not? Well, it's not necessarily something that my market is super into and like, Mm -hmm. cause we shoot in the summer. So like they want to be golden hour Mm-hmm. In the field with the flowers, mm-hmm. et cetera. Like, that's like what they're envisioning. So, the studio thing is more like a fun extra thing we do when it's ugly outside. Okay, gotcha. All right, that makes sense. I wonder if if seniors are going to start transitioning to more wanting more studio. I've had more people recently, and I don't do a ton of senior shoots, maybe like 10 a year. But I've had a couple say, like, I really want to do some, in, you know, stuff in your studio. And, and I always say, like, let's do an outfit or two before heading outside. I kind of force them <laughs> force them anyway. But I've had people <laughs> have more interest in it lately. Like, the moms really seem to like it, too. Yeah, I think it's definitely, I mean, it goes in and out with the trends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I mean, my thing is that my studio is really small, and I don't want to set it up for shooting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the summertime. <laughs> Yeah, I don't I'm blame like, you. Ah. Especially when you're doing 50 plus shoots. Like that's like yeah, it's high volume. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And then how are you finding the juniors? I mean, obviously back back when you first started, you were close enough in age that it was like you knew who you wanted and you could just ask people or whatever. But now that it's been you've been out of high school for what, 11, 12 years, something like that. How are you getting these these juniors now? So, it is a combination of just keeping at it and like word of mouth and Instagram. You gotta be where the kids are at. They're on Instagram. So I A use the girls who have already gone through the program. I say, you know, nominate your friends, tell them about this. I have just younger girls who follow me and I advertise it on my Instagram. I have girls who apply to be part of the program who say, I have wanted to do this since eighth grade when my friend's older sister did it. You just have to keep, Mm -hmm. keep at it. It's so like, it's very word of mouth. And oh, the one thing that I do do, especially if you have Only like, you know, a couple of people who are applying and you're like, how do I get more? I always on my application ask them to put the Instagrams of their friends that they would like to do it with 
and then I send those girls a message on uh, Instagram. Yes. Yep. That's smart. And say your friend applied and she thought you would like it too. And then yeah, that person applies and they give you more friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and and one of the things I kind of wanted to point out is that it's not like like seniors aren't just going to come to you. Like you have to find them. You have to No, yeah, you got to go look for them. Yeah. Definitely. It's like the seniors have a different way of of thinking. <laughs> they are just such a strange. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the older I get, the more I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't even know how to how to figure this out. Like how to relate to your like jump into their mind and figure out what it is. And I hate to tell you, they keep changing. Yeah, they yeah. change <laughs> all the time. Every class, I'm like, oh no. Yeah, I'm starting <laughs> to feel like that old crotchety lady that's just like these kids these days in their tube tops. Like, what's happening? You know, it's like, oh my gosh, I just need to oh, remember what it was like to be 17 and wear what was in style. And they're yeah. pretty fashionable, honestly. I was not fashion like my entire time of high school. We were not fashionable. We were just walking billboards for Abercrombie. So like now. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you guys have, like, some thought and some style. Oh, it's so better now. Gosh, I look back at some of the outfits I wore, and I was like, oh, my gosh, what is even happening now right then? It was so bad. It was not cute. Yeah, okay, so so definitely Instagram. And are there any other social media platforms that you find really beneficial? Like, there's Snapchat and TikTok, and I'm just like, oh, God, if I have to sign up for one more thing, like, I just can't do it. I can't do it. But so what else do you use? I used to try to keep up with all the apps, but I have declared myself past that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I will let them do that. So that is a great use for your reps. (laughs) Post this on TikTok. They'll do it. They're going to reach way more people in that that demographic than I would if I did it. So Mm -hmm. why am I doing it? I don't want to. That's (laughs) smart. That's so smart. Have the reps do it. I love it. Do it. Hey, guys, make it a challenge. Everybody come up with a TikTok of behind the scenes. And if you're the best one, I'll give you a prize. Oh, I love that. Now, when you're doing the the junior shoots throughout the year, like you said, you might go to the beach or you'll go, you know, to the gorge or whatever. Are you determining the styling for these shoots based on what you want to be booking or are they just is it kind of like a free-for-all I give them a mood board that they probably 75% will follow okay but I kind of determine what the style is going to be or like give them a color scheme or mm-hmm, something like that mm-hmm. give them something to go off of because otherwise they'll just be texting me all day I don't know what to wear so right. <laughs> I give them something to go off of And then go from there. And, you know, in the end, I think sometimes people are are reluctant, like, to do free shoots or whatever. But in the end, the way I look at it is doing a handful of free shoots throughout the year is going to get you so much in return that it's so worth it. Yeah, it's content creation. I have to have something to post. When Mm -hmm. am I just going to not post anything for, like, six months? No. So (laughs) I set it up so that it's things that I want to do. And they are just the models who get to be in those pictures. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to go to the gorge when it's wildflower season. It looks Mm -hmm. awesome. Mm -hmm. I need someone to be in those pictures. Great. Here we go. You know, you need something to post. They need something to post. And then at the end of the day, they're 
going to have so many more pictures to choose from that they're going to have to buy more. Yeah, yeah, that makes total sense. And I love that. I didn't even know, first of all, I didn't know the Gorge had wildflower season. Like, I lived in Seattle for 11 years. Why was I not ever? I mean, it's like seven days. (laughs) It's so fast. you got to be on it. But it is very pretty if you time it right. Well, and I love that. I love not just for senior photographers, but for any photographer. What is it around your area that really makes you happy? You know, what is something that's so beautiful that even if it is a week, like plan ahead, plan early, and just get creative with it? Yeah. So that's when I get to do all of the fun things that I'm like, ooh, this would be really awesome to do, but I'm obviously not going to drive all the way out here on a senior session because it would be stressful. So let me just set it up for myself. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I love that. Or even like, I was just thinking, I I really want to start shooting more for awards, for Portrait Masters Awards. And something like that would be such a fun situation where you've got a group of willing, beautiful girls who are ready to go do this with you. And why not have fun with it and just make it super creative and just go for it? I love that. Yeah. It's a lot easier to wrap your head around it when you set it up so that it is something that you want to do. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely. Like you're going to get irritated and be like, why am I doing this free shoot if you're literally just doing the same thing that you would charge someone for? Yes, that's such a good point. Absolutely. Because I mean, I know a lot of people who are like, oh, you get a mini shoot and it's just like a miniature version of what a regular senior session would be. And that's like, no, that's annoying. You don't want to do that. Mm -mm. You have to make it something that you're going to be excited about. Yep. That's that's such a good point, because if it doesn't feel right when you're doing it or if you're resentful about it, it's just not going to work. Yeah, you bring no. up such a good point. You're not going to have fun, so make it fun for you, and you won't get resentful about <laughs> people not paying extra for it. Yep. And you also have to just, like, that is your marketing budget. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're just putting in that extra work. It's marketing. It's content creation, and it's marketing. And that's yep. how you get people to pay attention to you. Yeah, And then they hire you. <laughs> it's a long game. It is a long game. It really is. And speaking of charging, talk to me about how you charge. Like, do you have packages? Is it a la carte? Do you include products? Okay, so my senior session fees don't include, like, digitals or anything like that. They include credit, so which is kind of just like a down payment. And they include hair and makeup, and then the shoot time. And I have, you know, a couple of different ones for, like, you know, a shorter session or, like, you know, I base it on outfits. So, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. four outfits versus, like, eight outfits. Yep, yep. So those are, you know, their options. Do you want to shoot for longer or do you want to shoot a shorter amount of time? And then I have digital collections. So I don't sell digitals a la carte. So you can't just buy like one digital. Yeah, You have to buy a minimum of 20. Probably if you're looking at like more Sue Bryce pricing, you would be like, whoa, you're not charging enough. (laughs) But the philosophy with seniors is they're not coming back. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you can't kind of like hold out and be like, oh, they'll save up and come get those other pictures that they that they won't. They'll forget about it. So you kind of have to, the way that I see it is you kind of have to 
determine what your price is that you're happy with to get from each client and then figure out how you're going to get them to that number because they're not coming back. Yeah, like make that your middle package or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so what's your average sale then for seniors? So my average sale is about 2500 Well, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that's great. I mean, that's definitely like Sue pricing. You just give more, you know, or it, I, should, I shouldn't say Sue. It's like the business model that Sue teaches, I guess. You just give more images. Yeah, I make the same amount of, like I make that, average amount of money, but I just give more digital images because ultimately, again, they're not going to come back for them. They're not. And if they have more, they're going to post more. And yes, that's ultimately great for me. (laughs) Yeah. And and I feel like the seniors kind of, I don't know, there's, we we get this question often, like, what is a 35-year-old, 45-year-old woman going to want with like 20 different photos of herself. And I have a, you know, a response for that. I mean, I can lay out exactly how they could use each photo, especially if they have a business. You know, they can use it in their email message. They can use it in LinkedIn. They can use it on their website. With If they have a speaking gig, like we can mix it up horizontal here and vertical here because that'll look good on your website. I mean, we could, you can gift one to your partner. You can, I mean, there's so many different ways that we could explain, but seniors, you don't really need to explain that. Like they just want a ton of photos of themselves. Oh no, they want them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they want lots of pictures of themselves. And I have like a, I have like three packages and the bottom one has 25 pictures and the way that I shoot and like we go to all these different locations they have all these different outfits they have so many more than 25 pictures to pick from again Mm because also if you're photographing teenagers you have to give them a lot of options you don't know what weird insecurity they have yes it's give them so a lot true. of options. It's so true. <laughs> if you want to sell more pictures to seniors, you need to give them more to pick from. So the bottom one is 25. And some girls will be like, okay, I can get it down to 25. And I'm like, great. I would love for you to pay me $1,800 for that and put their session fee is 600 So it you know yeah. averages out to more. So it's like, okay, if you can get it down to 25, do that. But there are so many girls who, A, can't get it down to 25. Their mom does not want to sit here and wait for them to get it down to 25. And they're (laughs) going to go to the next biggest middle package that has what? All of them. Just take them all, girl. And then, you know, I get the price that I want. (laughs) And they don't have to make a decision. Ooh, (laughs) see, I love that. I'm fine with that. Mm -hmm. I'm absolutely fine with that. They're never coming back for them, okay? Never. So why not just let them have it (laughs) for whatever price that you are going to be happy with? Yeah, you know, there's something to that. And like you said, the decision-making process can be so laborious. They're just like, oh, my God. And if you're like, well, hey, if you bump up to the next package, you can have them all. And they're like, done and done. Oh, yeah. It's it's really a sales strategy. It is. It has worked out very well for me. I mean, they will just kind of get it down. They'll go through and be like, okay, we're going to try to get it to 25. And then they go through once and they realize they're at 45 and their dad says, we're just not sitting here all day. So we're just going to go up. (laughs) You know, Olivia, for, for just regular portraits, I've done that before. You know what? If you get the biggest package, you can just have them all. I've said that to to certain clients before where it's like, 
Yeah, I don't care. Because the work is done for me. I've already edited the photos. Yeah. And if they buy my biggest I'm package, done. I just don't care. Here, have them all. It just doesn't bother me. Yeah. If there yeah. there is a price, and if you want to pay that price, then I'm happy. Mm-hmm. For sure. Great. For sure. And then I also, you know, have a bigger package that's like more printed things mm-hmm. for the parents that want all that stuff. So there's still room to go up even from that. Got it. So even though your middle package includes all the digitals, the biggest package has you plump it up with the print stuff, like the book or wall. Yeah, or yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, I record video during their session, and you can only get that in the biggest package. Okay. Yep. I love it. Plump it up. Find a way to get them to feel like they have to have that biggest package. That's awesome. Yep. Cool. And then for your viewing, you said sometimes the parents don't want to sit there while the kids make the decision. You're doing this, all the reveals or the photo viewings in person or on Zoom or how are you doing that? In person. Yeah. In person. I do them in person. Yep. Yep. So they come in, they watch a little slideshow, they get to go through all the pictures. I mean, the dynamics change from family to family, Mm -hmm. obviously, (laughs) but yeah. <laughs> or there will be a situation where it's like, you know, mom likes these pictures, the senior likes these pictures, we can't come to a agreement or a compromise, so we're just going to get everything for everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And have you always done the, you have to do the viewing in person? Yes. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah. Again, when I started, there, I started old school. There were no, like, gallery programs, you know, like mm-hmm. you, there was no gears mm-hmm. or digital gallery. It didn't exist. So I started old school and was like, well, this works. So I'm just going to keep doing it. Yeah. That's so, so great. You started that way. So many people start as, like you said, the shoot and burn who just like send the gallery. I, that's how I started before I, you know, understood yeah, it would how be easy, easy in-person sales is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. It is, it's easy in, in the sense that you don't have to schedule another appointment. You don't have to have them come back in and make the decision. And then it's just like kind of awkward and you're sitting there waiting for them to decide and whatever. It doesn't have to be awkward, but it can be. But yeah, what makes it hard, and I remember this feeling when I would send them the photos, the, the email, like, okay, here's your photos. And then just wait and wait and wait and like am I ever mm-hmm. are they going to choose am I going to get paid like what's going on what's happening and as soon as I started you know doing more the in-person model and signed up for super Ice education and just like learned how it is not daunting to do it and you can make so much more money and it, and you also you don't have that lag time from between when you get paid it's like you do the reveal yep. they're the viewing and and they're they, right there you just they work it out you get paid and you're good to go it's not like I have 10 clients I'm waiting to get paid from and it's, it's amazing. Yeah. And the story that I tell my clients as to why they are going to come sit in my studio and make their decision is that, so when I was a senior, you could do online viewing, but it was like, you had to basically like code it into your, like, it was like, you had to really work for it. And I think really only like wedding photographers really did it. Mm-hmm. And so the woman who took my senior pictures was a wedding photographer. So she had that all set up. So she sent my mom like a link to her website that had like proofs on it. My mom 
and I sat there and we went through what pictures we wanted to order for prints. And then my mom did not email that list to the photographer. And then my mom lost that list. And then we had to start over. And then we did it probably four times. (laughs) And by the time we actually ordered my senior pictures, I did not care. I was like, just pick whatever you want. I'm not doing this again. So that is the story that I tell all of my clients. And I'm like, it's so much easier if you just sit down right now and you just make this decision and you don't have to do it ever again one time. Yep, exactly. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to look at your to-do list and be like, shit, I didn't tell Olivia about the photos. And like my daughter's like on my nerves about when am I going to get the photos. And then Christmas time comes and we don't have presents for grandma and grandpa. And it's like, that's really a great approach. Yes, (laughs) Like, it's going to be easier for you, it's going to be easier for me, and then you're done. Yep. Check it off your list. You have a question? Here I am. I'm sitting right in front of you. <laughs> yep. That's we don't so have to smart. schedule a phone call. Just, here we go. Let's just mm-hmm. work it out right now. I love that. It's such, such a great approach. If someone questions, why do I have to come back in and do it? Very cool. Okay, so then I noticed that you have pivoted a little bit. And I know you still do a ton of seniors. Obviously, you just said 50. But I know that you started also doing some boudoir, some personal branding, some portraits. Like during 2020, well, obviously this is still 2020, but you started shooting out of your garage. (laughs) And I know I told you this, but there was this photo that you posted of this gorgeous woman. And she's like looking up and the sun is coming over the black V-flat onto her. And she's in like a sequin gown. Dude, I freaking love that photo. It is so gorgeous. So I'm I'm glad that you're doing more studio portraits because you're really good at it. Oh, thanks. Yeah, that was definitely in my driveway with all of my neighbors looking. (laughs) Very an interesting day. But yeah, I get bored, obviously, during the not crazy senior season. So I got to have something else to do. I don't like just not doing anything. Mm -hmm. So I definitely have been playing around for the last couple of years just in the off season to kind of figure out what my vibe is studio wise. Mm -hmm. So I can have something to do inside. And I definitely found that like, it sounds weird, but boudoir and senior portraits like really have the same mindset for me. Yeah. (laughs) Like the way that you are interacting with the client and what they need to get from it are kind of the same. When you're talking about like confidence Mm -hmm. and like, you know, personal insecurities and things. Yeah. 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 Totally. It really is similar. It's a really similar vibe. There's just less clothes with boudoir. Yeah. I mean, not always, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. It's not like those seniors, the way they dress these days. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Sometimes I'm like, okay, is your mom picked that out? Okay. Yeah. But yeah, it's a similar vibe just like in the interactions and like the reasoning behind it. Yeah, for sure. So, I definitely like that better. It fits more in my in my happy place. Do you ever see yourself, I guess, moving away from seniors and focusing solely on on boudoir and just typical portraits, I guess? I would say probably not just because I think It's fun the way that seniors have kind of, like, evolved. So I can get all of my, like, fashion-y editorial vibes out of that. Mm -hmm. And, like, all the outdoors. I mean, like, I started outside, and I'll always want to shoot outside, like, number one. So 
it's a good market for that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, I always loved shooting seniors. The, the part that was a struggle for me was losing my summers, kind of, where it was evenings, a lot of evenings, because like you said, that golden hour. Mm-hmm. And and that start to get, started to get a little bit old, where I was like, gosh, you know, I just feel like the whole summer. So I think if I could shoot seniors year-round, and it didn't always have to ne- – and I don't always shoot at golden hour. Like, I have no problem shooting in full sun, and I actually quite like shooting at high noon. That's fine. But, man, that this, this seasonal kind of thing we have going on, it really – it limits us to the summer, and then my summer's gone, and I'm like, wait a minute, where did summer go? And that was the same with weddings, too. Weddings and seniors, I felt like I just didn't have a life. And that is what took me into into my studio more for personal branding. Yeah. I guess I'm not super attached to summer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people I, aren't. I'm a summer girl, so that, like, totally. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, uh, up until this year – my kind of thing is I will make my own summer. So, like, I don't need it to be summer in Portland. I can just go to Palm Springs. Mm, hmm hmm <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, here's my summer. This is my vacation. Like, oh, do I need summer? Okay, so before I start shooting in May or June, I'll just go on vacation. And then I've had my thing, and then I just, you know— I prefer to be working when it's nice outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I have to stand outside all day. I would rather it be nice and sunny and warm. Oh, yeah, that's true. I mean, and that just goes to show everyone has their own personal thing that is important to them and that they value. And if that doesn't bother you so much, it doesn't bother you. You know, and some people it bother. It's like everyone can kind of make their business what they want it to be based on their, like, needs and values. And, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I don't shoot every day, so it's not too terrible. Yeah, yeah. In other years. I'm like, what is summer? I didn't have summer this year, but <laughs> that's 2020's fault. Oh, uh, yeah, lots of fun. Lots of fun 2020 has been. <laughs> oh, yeah, a real, a real treat. Oh. Well, I appreciate you sharing all of this info with us and and giving us a little deep dive into your your senior photography world and and how you do it and I mean clearly you're very successful at it and it's always nice to hear how how people do things and and I feel like finding these senior reps have been this kind of like elusive thing of no one really knows what to do or how to do it so I appreciate you just sharing a little bit more about about how it's worked for you oh yeah with seniors you got to get in the door so mm-hmm. you got to get their friends <laughs> Yeah. And yeah. that is like the word of mouth marketing is going to be your biggest thing. Yeah. You know what I was thinking too? Like I'm, I'm thinking about if, you know, I'm in my 40s, obviously, and a lot of my friends have kids who are in high school now. So like if you're out there thinking, I have no access to seniors, there's if you're older or whatever, there's always a way. Like ask your friend's kids or your neighbor's kids or get on that Facebook mom group. Babysitters. Yeah, yeah, totally. You don't have to be a mom in in order to join those. Yep. Cheerleading coach. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. teens are everywhere. It's true. It's true. And you don't have to find a senior. You can find a high schooler. Mm -hmm. And they know people who are the other ages. And you can go from there. Yep. It it doesn't have to be a senior. Yep. Perfect. Well, thank you again. Oh, actually, I have a couple other questions for you before we uh, wrap it up here. Yeah, I ask these questions at the end of every episode. 
And number one is, what's something you can't live without when you're doing a photo shoot? My reflector. I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) I did. I knew it. I shoot backlit. (laughs) Yeah, totally. And I love, like, your photos always have that, like, glowy skin. And I know a lot of it has to do with having their face lit appropriately with a reflector. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. Also, when you're working with teens and maybe they have some texture in their face, oh, it really helps to Mm -hmm. just even that out with some good glowy light. Yep. Less work for you. Absolutely. That was my answer, too, when I was interviewed on my episode was a reflector. All right. Number two, how do you spend your time when you aren't working? Well, when it's not a pandemic, I really like to watch soccer. Mm. That is like Mm -hmm. I schedule my shooting season around the Portland Thorns home schedule because I have season tickets and I have to go. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. I knew you liked soccer, but I didn't realize that you had season tickets and you went, that's sweet. Oh, yeah. Season tickets. Last year I went to the Women's World Cup in France. That was my vacation. (laughs) Awesome. I love soccer. And you have a puppy. I do have a puppy. That is that is true. That Right now, that is how I spend yeah. all of my time. <laughs> She's not here right now. She had to go somewhere else because she would be barking at me, telling me she wants to eat. Yeah, yeah. I had a feeling that I was like, I wonder if she's going to have to get a puppy sitter for the day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Luna's at my mom's house. No, <laughs> that's awesome. All right, number three, what is your favorite inspirational quote? Oh, so this I have been thinking about for so long because I do not have one. And I talked to Mitzi Starkweather, who Mm -hmm. was also on this podcast, and she did approve my original idea, which was various Beyonce lyrics. But (laughs) (laughs) she's got some good ones. (laughs) (laughs) She does. And some of them can be business related. I decided to go with the quote that is on the coffee mugs that I give to all of my seniors. Mm-hmm. which is, you mustn't be afraid to dream a little bigger, darling. Oh, I love that. You don't need the context. The context honestly ruins it, so don't look into it. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hmm. I'll tell, you, gonna, I'll tell yeah. you off off mic. <laughs> All right, sounds good. But no, I love that quote, though. It kind of gives me the chills a little bit. It's nice. Like, I almost wish that I had someone. Like, I feel like my dad was always like, you know, I don't think he ever believed that I could. Like, I remember telling him, like, I really want to buy a house. And I was, you know, with living with my boyfriend at the time. I think I was, like, 22 or something. He's like, you can't buy a house right now. And I'm like, thanks, Dad. You know, and so I didn't. Like, it's one of those things, like, I as, I mean, he was so great in so many other ways. That sounds like my dad, but I just ignore him. Yeah, like, it, yeah. he was so great in so many other ways. And unfortunately, my dad died when I was 24. So, you know, I... I, I try not to remember the like negative things or whatever, but he did. He was so great in so many other ways, but he just did not have a whole lot of faith in me. <laughs> he really didn't, you know. <laughs> no. And I'm like, I wonder. Hopefully, he can like see everything that I'm doing now. But anyways, it is. It's so great for people to like have that sort of. Yes, you can dream big, and you should do it. Yes, why not? I love it. That might be like the favorite quote, my favorite quote that anyone's ever said. So maybe I won't look into context so that it doesn't ruin it. You know, no, I mean, kidding. it's not like bad. It's just like kind of funny. Okay. I'll look it up. But no, I love that. That's my favorite <laughs> quote anyone's ever said on this podcast. So, no, oh, geez. 
All right. Oh, and then Mitzi. So for people out there who listen to Mitzi's episode, I introduced the two of you at Portrait Masters. I remember she was like, I'm yes. here by myself and I don't have anyone to hang out with. She she fa- sent me a message, either a text or Facebook message. I can't remember. And because I had done mentoring. She hired me as a mentor a while, a couple of years ago. And she's like, I don't have anyone to hang out with them. Like, Missy, where are you? Like, let me find you. And I like found her in the big in the big conference room. It was like a party. And I was like, get over here. I have some people to introduce you to. And it was you were one of them that was that was there. And Stacy. Oh yeah. And, yeah. And I love it. And now you guys are good friends. Mitzi's my girl now. So thanks for that. I know she came and visited me in January. So she's my girl. I love it. I love how this community like comes together and makes lifelong friends. It's so fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, number four. What would you say to people who are just getting started? I would say if you figure it all out, what you need to do in the beginning, and you start from a place that's going to like allow you to grow, and you're not going to have to undo a bunch of bad habits that are not going to work, mm-hmm. it's so much easier. So if you just do it right the first time— <laughs> Instead of cutting corners and being like, oh, whatever. You're going to save yourself so much time in the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if mm-hmm. you just start it off on the right foot, you will save yourself so much frustration. Yes, that's amazing advice. Like you starting out not doing, just sending off digital galleries, like starting off with in-person sales from the start. Yeah, I didn't have to like convince anybody, like any clients that like, oh, I'm changing the way I do this, da 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 I didn't have to like talk myself into it. I was just kind of like, why would we, why would I do that? Never done it before. (laughs) Yeah, that's such great advice. Why start? Yeah, yeah. It just puts you in a better position to grow if Mm -hmm. you start from a foundation that is going to support that and you're not going to have to like undo a bunch of stuff. Totally. And, And I feel like you could apply that to pricing. Like, and Sue has said that before where it's like, okay, if you don't feel comfortable starting your packages at 900, start them at 900 but then give out $400 gift vouchers. So that way you're not yeah. ever having to explain why you raise your prices and exactly. Then you're there. You feel more comfortable but you yeah. yeah, you don't have to like start it over. Totally. And when you feel comfortable like to not have to give gift vouchers anymore, don't give them out and then you don't even have to change anything because your prices are already where you need them to be. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's a lot easier that way. Mm-hmm. Then you don't have to be like, oh, I'm, I know I was charging you $83 before, but now it's 1000 <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not going to work. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's now, and, too and, much. Yeah, instead you can just say, oh, that was a limited time gift voucher that you got to use for your Oh, yeah, that was special. Shoot. Yeah. Yeah. You were so special. Lucky you. Yeah, that's really, really great advice. All right, where can people find you online? You can find me on Instagram. I have two Instagram pages, so if you want to follow seniors, that is at Olivia Renee Seniors. And then if you want to follow, like, whatever I'm doing in the studio, then that is at Hey Olivia Renee. I'm following both of your pages. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. And then what's your website? (laughs) Oh, my (laughs) website is (laughs) olivia-renee.com. Sweet. I highly recommend for everyone to look you up and start following you and just, yeah. And again, your boudoir and in-studio stuff is really, really gorgeous as well as your seniors, so. Thank you. We're getting there. One day, one day we'll be allowed to leave the house again and (laughs) (laughs) I'll have things to post on that Instagram. (laughs) Well, right now it's really beautiful to look at, so. Thanks. Yeah, very cool. 
All right. Well, thank you again, and hopefully I'll see you soon. Yes, hopefully. Fingers crossed. All right, Olivia, you take care. You too. Okay, bye. (laughs) Bye. Thank you so much for listening today to the Portrait System Podcast. If you like what you heard, we would really love for you to leave us a five-star review either on iTunes or wherever you're listening. And I really, really want to encourage you to head over to SueBriceEducation.com. Over there, you can find all of the education you need to become a successful photographer. It's only $35, and there are over 1,000 on-demand educational videos on things like posing, lighting, styling, retouching, shooting, marketing, sales, business, and self-value. There's also the 12-week startup program that I love, and there are posing downloads, lighting downloads, I mean truly everything to help make you not only a better photographer, but to make you more money. Once again, that's SueBriceEducation.com. It's time for me to tell you about this episode's sponsor, Fujifilm North America. If you haven't experienced portraits and wedding scenes created on the large format GFX system digital camera sensor, you are missing out. Along with up to 102 megapixel resolution, you'll find rich colors and gorgeous in-camera looks. There's also AI-driven subject detection and 8 frames per second bursts inside the compact GFX100 digital camera. Hit the link in this episode's description to view the products. It's time to dream big in your creative process.